All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 31 of the Forgettables podcast. This is Ahmed Shima coming to you live with Asad Patel. Uh, today, we're talking about a topic that is relevant to us as podcasters, but I will go ahead and generalize and say this is very important to have uh, in business and uh, just in any field that you're in in particular. Uh, even just amongst friends and stuff like that. So what we're talking about today is the competitive mindset. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up for you to talk about um, a little bit. So I'll give you an example before I kind of give it over to you. Okay. Have you seen the Last Dance? Yeah. No. No. I haven't seen it actually. I didn't watch it. Okay. Okay. Are you Are you into basketball? Like. Yes, I am. You haven't seen my office yet, but yes, I am into basketball. So you got to watch that, man, at some point, like uh, take some time and, and watch it. It's uh, I, there's, it got me so inspired, man. Like the thing is, I don't like, I don't do movies. I don't do much TV. Like I, I'm not into that just because I'm, I'm like, I don't have time for it, but I made time for the last dance and I've seen it twice now. And I think wow. I'll probably watch it again. So, it, and it's just like one of those things, like you watch it and you just get so pumped. I don't know if you're like, you're probably not a Bulls fan. Uh, I, even... I, one of the three jerseys that I have, I have hanging in my office, there's a classical 84 Michael Jordan jersey. There's oh, wow. a 90s Hakeem Olajuwon jersey. And then there's the early 2000s Tim Duncan jersey. Okay, you got to watch it, man. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, what are you... One of the How reasons I didn't it? watch it was because at that time I was trying to get myself um, spiritually correct. So I was avoiding that. That's all it was. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to watch it right now or anything, but definitely I think this needs to be on your list. Um, It's dude, it's crazy because you see behind the scenes and there's a couple things I think we could like, when you watch it, let me know, I'll watch it again. And then we will have podcast discussions. Like every time you watch it, we'll have like a discussion on that episode. Like, I think that will be very, very valuable content. And we'll, we'll bring in the lessons from last dance and how it applies to podcasting. Okay. I think that'll be a really good series. Uh, if, if you guys are listening and you guys think that'd be a good idea, uh, let us know, uh, email me. I'll put my email in the thing uh, in the description again. But anyway, like the, the main thing, the coolest part for me is like, there's a, a number of examples of Michael Jordan just making something up. Like literally, like there's an, an example where uh, there was a guy, uh, like a he was like a soft, like a rookie or a sophomore, and he scored like 28 points on Michael Jordan, uh, and and they beat the Bulls in in game one of the playoffs uh, of the first round. So they lost the first game, and Mike and what the story goes is that he said nice job in a sarcastic way to to Michael, uh, and then. Michael tells his teammates, I'm going to score 28 in the first half next game. So he goes on next game and he scores like something like 50 points and they're all on this poor guy. (laughs) And so what's, here's the crazy part, man. He didn't actually say that. Michael Jordan just made that up. (laughs) He literally just made this story up so that he could get himself in that frame of mind to actually just go ham a creative motivation right yeah he he would do that and he'd find things like that like there's for example um 
I, I don't know. I don't know how old you are. I don't want to assume that you were alive during the Bulls era, but it sounds like you have that Jordan jersey. So you're probably, uh, I, you probably I, saw. I, I watched, as far as I can remember, I probably watched every one of his rings. Um, oh, wow. But And you but, remember him. But the one I can remember, the first one I can remember, is when they played the Phoenix Suns and they beat them back in, that was the third ring. That was a 93 ring. That's the one I remember the best. Uh, you know, I don't remember the first two because obviously I was, uh, I was, I think, two and three. So I can't remember that far back, but I remember the one when I was four or something. So um, was 93. No, I must have been, I must have been not quite five. I was four, I think, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so you probably remember um, there was a, like, essentially in one of the series, I don't know if it was the last dance or the year before, but it was one of the last two, or, or maybe the, I think it was one of the last two where uh, Michael Jordan went to Atlantic city, Atlantic city after game one of the finals or something. And it was this whole big deal. Like Michael Jordan has a gambling problem. Uh, he's not focused. It might actually been the third ring. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure which one it was, but the point remains that like he kind of after a game, he went to a casino, he went gambling. Uh, and then like the media made a big thing about it. Right. And so glad Twitter and Instagram wasn't around. Oh man. Imagine that. Like, I, so, like at that time, what happened for him and the whole team actually is that that gave them this, this fuel to kind of just bind together. Sometimes like when we are on a team and uh, we're not getting along within the team, it takes a common enemy. And especially if you've won the ring a couple of times, it's not like really as motivating, but now you have a common enemy in the media. Like I'm just going to prove the media wrong. And so everyone can get together behind this one cause and really push together towards that one goal. So that's what happened. They, they kind of came together and they dominated that series after that point just to show everyone that it's not, it's not like, you know, like I can go to Atlantic city, whatever I want. Like that's kind of what the message was, but anyway, let's bring it back to podcasting and I'm going to hand it off to you right now. Is that, uh, did I give the example that I was going to give? No, you didn't give the no, example. No, no, I didn't. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so uh, we got into the a tangent of the, the last dance, but what I actually wanted to talk about was yesterday or two days ago. Let me back up even more. So a couple of weeks ago, one of my friends, he sent me a book called Losing the Signal. It's the story of BlackBerry. Like BlackBerry, I'm sure you know, was this, this phone that kind of revolutionized things. It was like, it had a keyboard, you could email. It was, it was sick. You know, before the iPhone, that was the phone to have, right? And so, computer. yeah, at one point, exactly, exactly. At one point, I think they dominated over 50% of the cell phone market, something like that, something crazy. Yeah. Right now they have less than 1% of the market, right? And so just the rise and fall, that's what this book is about. And it's told, it's very well told. And I'll link it in the description for anyone that wants to check it out as well. But he read this book, my friend Momo, and he was so mm-hmm. like, he, like there was a, it was a book that he read that really like hit him and he really enjoyed after such a long time. You know, like you read books and it's like, you know, some of them are like, oh, this is a good read. But this one is like, man, this was a good read. I need to tell other people about it. So he sent it to me. I'm reading it right now. And what he did is he wrote a Medium article. 
like just with his lessons. And I'm like, and he asked me like, Hey, can you like review it and check it out? And I was like, you know, we have that kind of relationship. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like change this, change that. And then I was like, dude, Momo, I don't think you realize what you just did, man. Like this is your second medium article. And I'm over here. Like I'm thinking like, I got to start writing medium articles, man. Like you're, you're over here. You just read a book and you're starting to write medium articles. I have these podcasts and I don't have a single medium article. And so me, I was just getting competitive. Like, how come this dude, like he randomly just picked up a book and now he has two medium articles and I, I, I'm still sitting at zero. You know what I mean? And so this competitive nature, and I think it's really awesome that, uh, you know, Ruffy connected us and now we have this kind of thing going, but now it's like, so you saw Ruffy's animated thing, uh, yeah, you know, like, picture, yeah, yeah. so he stole that idea from me. <laughs> okay. Our podcast Kings, we paid a guy like $500 to do all our graphics and everything. Those are still in development because we had some changes we needed to make, wow. but this guy Ruffy just did it quicker than us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, I mean, he so has I, less moving parts as well. So. Right. Right. And, and so I sent, I sent the, um, that post that Ruffy said, sent with the, uh, uh, you know, one thing I noticed. And so I just drank that uh, energy drink Zoa that Ruffy has Ruffy has yeah. been pushing. And like, when I'm on energy drinks, I'm like all over the place and I stutter a lot. And I just realized I'm doing this. I, I can, I can see it. It's kind of annoying, but um, so I don't even know what I was saying. You were talking about competitive nature and nature, medium, medium articles, I think you said. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. Then we got, we kind of came to Ruffy's animated vector graphics of him and his co-host. Right. Yeah. So we actually like, I sent him our drafts. Yeah. I sent like, just, Hey, check this out. Not, not Ruffy. Like we have a whole group of like two, three other like designers and other people. And I sent it in there and I was like, Hey guys, let me know what you guys think. And then Ruffy from there, he took that idea and he made it happen. And in business speed matters. Right. And so I sent that post that Ruffy posted with his uh, animated graphics. I sent it to all the guys that I'm on with podcast Kings. And I was like, come on guys, <laughs> like Ruffy beat us to it. And like Ruffy is 95% done with his website too. I'm like, guys, what the heck are we doing? We started before Ruffy. Like, why is he outpacing us? You know yeah. what I mean? And then they were like, oh, dude, should we just not do the animated graphics anymore? Like, I was like, wait, are you guys joking? Like, who cares? It's just like, okay, so everyone has that. Anyone and everyone has that. It's not a big deal that he took that. What I'm saying is like, we got to step up our game. We got to put stuff out there. And like, we need to build our website. We need to like, how is Ruffy? And like, no offense to Ruffy, but- how is Ruffy taking the ideas that we had and doing it before us when we got the ball rolling before he did? Because you know I'm part so, of his team, that's why. What was that? I said it's because I'm a part of his team, that's why. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but um, like the, my message to like the podcast kings was like, guys, like we, we need to step it up, right? And so that's that's what helps when having that competitive nature, right? Like you have this people and you see like, Oh dude, like, man, this guy started at the same level as me. And now he's surpassing me now. Good for him. Right. Like I'm not, there's one thing there's toxic competitiveness too. Like yeah. we're friends. We don't want that to kind of get in the way and like, Oh, Ruffy, you took this idea from me or whatever. Like who cares, man? Like do what you want to do. Like well, this I mean, is like, the thing about it is there needs to be a certain level of competitiveness, but at the same time, it should be like a, how can I put it? A sort of supportive competitiveness, if that's a real Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Where yep. if, if I have an idea 
And I'm like, uh, you guys do podcasts. And honestly speaking, we're all in different areas of podcasting where, you know, I have a more Islamic themed podcast or more spiritual themed podcast where my, my material, yeah, it's Islamic, but at the same time, you can take out a lot of things from my podcast. It's like, it's like a, a giant castle you make out of Legos, but you could take the red Legos out and put blue Legos in and it, it looks just as good, but it's not the same thing anymore. Where for my material, you can take out a lot of my Islamic content for somebody who's not a Muslim and wants to listen and try to apply it to themselves. They could take out whatever I say from an Islamic perspective and enter their own religious faith-based you know, ideas and still get the same thing. Similarly, we all have different areas of podcasting where Rafi's is you know, fitness-based. Yours are, you know, I, I don't even know what they are anymore. Um, there's like, you know, <laughs> Brandon Deep Dive, I know that's the only one. The rest of them, I, I'm not even sure anymore. Um, then, then obviously, I we do this one together, and this is just you know random ranting stuff like that, not really structured. But but there's there's different different things where we would be like, and, and for the forgettables, there's no real like marketing effort re- going on, which I think we should continue to do it that way, just to see how it goes. But but let's say I come up with an idea, and I'm like, oh, this is what I think we should do. Um, you know, wear drawstring bags during the podcast for example, and I start wearing a drawstring bag during my podcast and you guys see it. And all of a sudden people start buying straight type podcast drawstring bags for some reason. You're like, mm-hmm. why don't we do it as well? And it works for you guys too. I'd be like, right, great. Right. It's working for everybody. And it's a stupid idea. I don't know if anybody's going to do that, but it's just like, if it works, I wouldn't be offended. I'd be like, great. Everybody's making money um, mm. because we're in different, we're in different areas. It's not, I don't think there's that much overlap between our podcast listening communities. Uh, And it's not to say that we have like, you know, a million each, but whatever it is, five, 10, 15, 20 people, there's not that much overlap. So it'd be great. You know, we'd be covering more territory. And what are those called? Are those called Venn diagrams? The ones, the circles that, you know, the Venn diagram. So it's like that Venn diagram where we might have our own separate Venn diagrams, but we can come together in a competitive nature, be like, oh, Jima's podcast is doing this. Let me try that. Like I listened to a few of your podcast episodes and I told Ruffy that Ruffy's like, oh, listen to this guy's podcast. And I listened and I listened to the episode and I listened to the first part. It was the Bani episode. And I was like, I was like, man, I was like, Ruffy, I was like, if it was an hour long and that was the whole episode, I could have done it. I was like, I can't keep going anymore, man. I was like, this thing is never ending. And it's nothing against your podcast. That's just your content. It's like, I've had a few long episodes and if somebody doesn't want to listen, it's fine. But as, as a Griffey, I was like, I'm trying to, I, I'm interested by this episode, but I can't keep going on. I was like, it's too long for me. But, but, you know, there's that competitive thing where it could be like, oh, okay, this guy does his podcast in 20 minutes. Let me ask him why he's doing so good and making it so far ahead. So he can, it was like the Ghana thing the other day. You're like, oh, I put the podcast in Ghana. It's doing good. So in a competitive nature thing, I was like, if he's doing good or this one's doing good, why can't I do good if I put it on that platform? So, you know what mm. I did? I put mm. it on Ghana. And Alhamdulillah, my podcast in the last two days has taken off in India. So, you know, and, and it's That's not like awesome. a million listeners, but, you know, it's like 60, 70 listens in a day. Oh, wow. That's, mashallah, that's awesome. So what's it called? Well, I mean, over the course of two days, like, I, I you know, it was like a day, meaning like yesterday and today. Hmm. So, so it's like, for me, it's like, and my top, my top episode now is the one about how to do hits properly. So I guess people are getting, you know, ramped up for Ramadan. So they're wanting to do hips, memorize a few surahs or a few mm. chapters sorry, for those people who don't understand, memorize a few chapters of the Quran. So, so, you know, 
you when you said it, but there was a sort of supportive or a positive competitive spirit. Well, if he can do it, why can't I? So with the whole right, vector, right. Uh, cartoon vector, or whatever you want, animated vector, um, if you see somebody's doing good with it and they're in a separate space and it's not like you're copying him, rather he copied you and got ahead. It's like, yeah, we need to do something and one up that to see how well we can do. And it's not to say in the negative way that, oh, we're trying to one up him. No, we're trying to see if he can get those results why can't we do better than that? Mm. And, you know, we need to have the competitive spirit where it's where it's supportive and it's not cannibalistic, where you know we're cannibalizing each other because this world is so vast and it's so big. You know, there's like seven or eight billion people at this point in time. I don't know. I guess with COVID, it took out about three or four million. Um, but the way our human race is growing so fast is, you know, not to put it in a negative way. I know a lot of people, even relatives and friends have lost friends and family members but it's our world is growing so fast and there's so many people there's always space for more and Mm -hmm. the more you do you can always do better and and one of the things which i've noticed about myself is sometimes trying to get into the competitive spirit i don't take care of the things that i'm supposed to so you got to take care of your main things you know take care of your daily duties and still be competitive at the same time and and really it was you know the way you opened it up um I was thinking, I was like, I, I'm trying to see where he's going. But then when you told me the the article thing where your friend's writing articles, I was like, wow. I was like, I see what he means, that his friend is reading these books and writing articles. And one of my friends, he's a very good friend of mine. He told me, he's like, I'm writing books. And he published his first book a few years ago. <clears throat> it's on Amazon. And he was telling me about the Amazon Publishers Program. And he published a book and he makes like, every month he gets paid 60 to $100 for his book that he published like five, six years ago. He's like, it's like a hundred page book. I wrote about, you know, my thoughts. He's like, you should write a book. And I was like, sure. He's like, I was like, what should I write about? He's like, write about anything. And I was like, what do you think if I write about the one year my mother had cancer? He's like, he's like, if it would help people, he's like, I think it would do great. And he's like, Amazon takes care of everything. And so in a way he motivated me, but also at the same time, he was like, I'm challenging you to write a page every day which I stopped. Mm. I, feel bad, I feel bad that mm. I didn't do that. I should have started, but he was trying to make, he was trying to competitively motivate me that I'm going to write a book, but I want you to write a book before me. Um, so it's just, it's, we can motivate each other <clears throat> in a competitive manner, but we have to stay focused. Like you said, when you brought it up with your guys, they're like, Oh, should we drop it? No, don't drop it. Do it better. Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think it was a, a good idea. And this, you know, obviously I'm not going to delve too far into this, but this, you know, it, it goes against our culture because one of the things I was talking about with my wife today uh, was her sister is a school teacher. And this year, a lot of the kids have been cheating on their exams because they're all been online. So easy to do. Why wouldn't you do it? But one of the things about it is when you're in Pakistan or India or places like that, the, the weight of how well you do is placed on numbers. Like, do you place first, second, or third? Mm-hmm. And people are so focused on that that they'll go to whatever extent necessary to make sure they come first, second, or third. That, you know, people will like lose money and hair and lives over it. I think they need to take in the competitive, <laughs> they need to take that out of schools. It just needs to be pass or fail. That's it. Because that is a negative competitiveness where people are 
basically insulting each other or trying to degrade each other just to get in first or second or third. And that's what everything is based on. So there needs to be positive competitiveness. Like you said, your friend, he read a book, he wrote an article. Ahmad realizes, you know what? He's doing this, I need to do even better than that. That's good competitiveness. It's where you're creatively opening your mind yep. and doing better things. Not this competitiveness where you're pigeonholing yourself that I need to come in first, second, or third, or I, you know, I'm a loser. That's bad. So, Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it is what it is. But Ahmed, go ahead. You know, I I'll let you I'll let you continue and then close this off. Yeah. Um. I was just gonna. If you have any other thoughts, you can go ahead, and then I'll do the no, key no, takeaways. I'm, I'm done. I'm done for the night. I think. I think my last podcast, you know, I kind of brought too much heat, so you know, trying to be <laughs> nice over here. Awesome. Awesome. So I had one additional point that I wanted to make, and then I'm going to kind of try to s- summarize the key points that you brought up into the key takeaways, and then we'll, we'll call it a day from there. So one thing that I will say is that if, if you've studied business or anyone that's listening that's studied business, they know this. Like when we talk about monopolies and why they're bad, uh, it's always because the monopoly can take advantage of the end user of the, the person buying the product, right? They can change the prices. They can do whatever they want. When you have competition, you have uh, people competing for the best prices, for the best quality service and all that stuff for the end user. As podcasters, our mission is to provide the most value to our end users, right? Now, if we are just alone in one space, then we're not going to be pushed to do better and better. Right? We're going to just stagnate. And I think, um, you, you know, you brought up the point that we're in different domains. So it's whatever. I would go as far as saying, even if we were in the same domain, like let's say you have Straight Path Podcast and I have another uh, Islamic podcast. Like let's say it's like literally the same thing. I think even that's good. I, I'll go as far as saying even that is v- valuable and having competition yeah. in there is, is good because the goal of these podcasts is not... Like, it's not me getting as big as possible, me making a bunch of money. It's not about us. It's about, can we provide value to the end user, right? And so Asad may say something in a way in, on his podcast that hits a certain amount of people uh, in one way. But then when I say the same thing, it may not hit, but I'll get another group of people that, you know, they don't vibe with us, but they vibe with Ahmed Chima. You know what I mean? So right. I think even, go ahead. No, I said, you're right. I was going to ask you one thing. I was going to cut you off earlier, but uh, what, what is your background in, like educational background? I studied um, in college. I studied information systems management. Oh. Um, I, like at work, I do kind of supply chain work, oh, okay. so uh, like continuous oh, improvement, that kind of thing. Information systems. Yeah, I don't really use information systems at work right now, but. Okay. Um, no, my, yeah. my degree is in finance. So when you were saying the business thing, I was like, I was like yeah, that resonates. Yeah, for sure. And so. Uh, so again, so that point is competition leads to the best product or the best service for the end user. And that's our goal, right? Like we want to be people that are providing value to the listener, not we're creating this so we can make a bunch of money. Cause frankly speaking, I don't know about you, but none of my podcasts make any money right now. And I don't foresee it in the near future making any money. So that's not the goal. Yeah. Uh, and then just key takeaways from this episode, us have covered a lot. I'm going to try to summarize it into one or two, maybe three key points. So the first one is that um, having a positive competitive nature 
between friends in the same, uh, you know, working at the same thing brings out continuous improvement, right? Like we, we touched on this a little bit, like we have, uh, you know, you're taking ideas from one podcast, trying to make yours better by looking at those, you share best practices and you keep growing because, uh, you know, you, you see these things and you're trying to get to the best product at work. Like, I, I mean, at the company I work at, we have, you know, over 50 buildings of my type of, of our type that I'm at, uh, in our network. And so we have the same metrics across all buildings. So what we do is like, there are certain focus metrics, like every month you have, like, these are the most important metrics you got to look at. And then our goal is always like, we want to be top five in the network. Right. And so everyone at these buildings has the same goal. Like, Hey, we want to be top five in the network. And it's not like a negative, like, Hey, we're going to, uh, we're going to try to bring you down while we kind of, it's like, okay, what are, what are the people at the top doing? What are you guys doing? You know, we want to get to where you guys are and everyone's really helpful. Like, you're like, Hey, this is what we did. This is what we tried. This is what worked for us. And that's the same mentality we want to bring to uh, our podcast, even like just doing positive actions with our friends. We see a friend, uh, I think your example where uh, the book example is a really one, good one. Like uh, what, it does is having someone else show you that, Hey, this is possible. Cause sometimes if you set a goal, it may seem like this is out of reach. Like there's no way I can do this, but then you see someone, Oh, like, Oh, you did it. Okay. I can do it too. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what, what having that competition brings like, Oh man, you wrote an article, you wrote a book, man. I know you, like I can write a book too. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's good to have that. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's a nuanced discussion and it's good. You brought up the negative aspect as well. Um, I think once you, I think the reason why the negative happens is because the focus is wrong in the first place. Right. And I don't, we don't have time to get into that, but what I will say is like, if you, if your goal, your end goal, like what drives you is right in the first place. I think you're, you won't have toxic competition in the first place. I think having like your goals driven by greed uh, or, or selfish means, selfish uh, goals uh, will lead in toxic competition. But if your goal is to, you know, benefit others in some way and your goal is to give, right? There's no way you can start with the goal of give and then have the spirit of competition and then that be a negative, you know what I mean? And so that's a different discussion of how do we tackle that, all that stuff. So again, let me recap. I know I kind of, I always go on tangents, uh, but here, the okay. first thing is continuous improvement. Sorry, go ahead. So we're having a recap of the recap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So number one, continuous improvement brings out, uh, I mean, comp competition brings out continuous improvement. And then the second thing I would just say is, uh, you know, competition leads to the best product for the end user. And so if you're not in it to win it, if you're not in the competitive mindset, you're not going to be a successful businessman. You're not going to be a successful podcaster. You're not going to be a successful athlete or whatever it is that you do. You're not going to be successful because in order to be successful in any domain, it requires that you get better every single day. As soon as you stop making progress and you start stagnating, uh, you know, someone else is going to take that spot. This is just the nature of the world, right? It's like, you got to keep going. You got to keep driving. It's not like, we're not here to just kind of sit here and chill and relax. You have to, you have to put in work every single day. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to cover us with? No, that'd be it.
All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.